Welcome to Psychic Cowgirl Radio with Shannon Lackman. Practical, insightful conversations to empower and inspire you on your personal journey. From her cattle ranch in Alberta, this sassy psychic cowgirl uses her connections to universal energies to guide you to greater awareness and wisdom. morning. Welcome to this Wednesday. I hope you guys are all having a good week. It's a rough week for us here on the ranch. My uh, little horse that I've been talking about that I've been taking care of, he did not make it. So we're pretty devastated. I mean, the blessing is we did everything we could and there was no way to know what happened. All the vets missed it. So when I had um, that, the horses went through their gate and busted a fence post, and then one of them had to get stitched up, well, we figured that this little horse is probably the one that hit the fence post because he ended up with a hole in his diaphragm, and then it ruptured. And he was at the vet hospital for a week they did ultrasounds and things and they thought he had maybe a heart murmur but they didn't see that which is actually good I mean it's frustrating but the fact that they missed it meant that he got to come home and hang out with us for a couple extra weeks and get loved and give us love and and he just, he went really quickly. He wasn't suffering. But, oh, it was hard. <laughs> I walked up there to do my morning chores after the kids got on the bus. And I just saw him and I knew and I just turned around and left and phoned my husband. I, it was, it's hard. And he belonged to my oldest son who saved up his money. And I won a horse in a, online 4-H auction and so I got to go pick the one out because the guy who put the horse in is a family friend forever and so I got to choose which horse I wanted instead of the one that was actually in the auction because you know I'm cool that way and this little horse I told Brody to bring his money just in case and we were making like whispered little deals and his dad says well we're only getting one horse right <laughs> and I'm like oh honey you're so cute <laughs> And so Brody made the deal, and this little horse picked Brody. Everybody else was in the pen, and this little horse wouldn't go in the pen. He just followed Brody around. It was so adorable. And then he put himself on our trailer, and Brody made the deal himself, and he was dancing. And it was just such an amazing experience, so it really sucks that this little horse didn't make it. I mean, I'm grateful that we got the chance to love him. And, you know, on a ranch, you learn a lot of lessons about life and death. It's just the way it goes when you have animals, and it sucks, and you have to process. And my son didn't sleep that night, and he was, like, tired that day, But he, and he had, like, an event where he was an MC. I mean, he's the child that is tuned into energies. If his dad's going through a rough time or I'm going through a rough time, he feels it, and it's harder for him. He's very empathic. And so I didn't tell him 
but energetically they know and it was you know trying to get this evening organized and it was a bit unorganized and he was stressed and he walked in the door after school and he had this look on his face and I'm like dang it he knows but he didn't for sure but he wanted to go right back to the school and get organized for this event and I'm like absolutely because it was a bit messy dealing we actually had the vet come out and do an autopsy because we needed to know because we worked so hard to save this little horse and that's how we found out what happened and she said it was instant and so that was all good and then we had closure and so when he didn't know and then I rushed him back to the school thinking yay and then the vet had called me about some other stuff and it was just trying to keep it quiet but at one point he was like so upset and he thought it was his cold and this event not being organized enough to suit him because he's, he likes things in patterns and organization just like all of us empaths, right? But yeah, it was a tough, tough weekend. And so to keep him with us in a way, my mom is an amazing artist and she paints on rocks. And so we were looking at a bunch of pictures and giggling and laughing, and there's this one with his tongue sticking out. Like, he had such a cool personality. And so we're going to get those pictures put on a rock, and it'll live in our barn, and we'll smile when we see it and try to turn this into being grateful for the time we had with him. But it's a process. Never underestimate how long it will take because it takes as long as it takes, right? But it was really cute because on Monday morning, my son was giving me tips on how to handle it that day because I was the one that was up there three times a day doing chores and, you know, working with him and loving him and giving him his medicines and all the whole thing, right? So I will say it was more than likely harder on me. And so he was giving me tips on how to stay busy and it was pretty cute. And then we get the birth parts, the cool parts, right? My other son's 4-H heifer had her baby, and those were the two heifers I was most worried about, so it feels like a relief. She had a baby boy. He's adorable. She's being a good mama because, you know, when that's the first time they're having a baby, you don't know. They don't know. (laughs) Remember us? And so that's a pretty big relief. I still have two more heifers that I'm keeping an eye on, and we'll see how they do. Well, three more, actually, but the other one's not close yet. So I'll be out there several times a day checking because that's my job. I check and <laughs> I have, um, for the first one, for a heifer, I called my husband home and said, you need to get here because he had to pull it. And then the second one, he was home and he was in the tractor hauling a bale and I stopped him and made him shut off the tractor and leave the bale where it was and come because the 4-H heifer was laying flat and her water bag was out and I was just worried And he got her in, and yes, he had to pull that one too. So lesson learned, the bull that was their baby daddy no longer gets to be the baby daddy for the heifers. He's just, he has a little bit too big of calves, and these are smaller heifers. The problem was the other bull is their dad, so, you know, don't want to cross any of those lines. I know, people do it all the time, but no thanks. And so it was hectic. And it's, you know, it's just the lessons you learn about there's life, there's death, it's, and it sucks, and you just have to work through it and do what you need to do. 
and feel what you're feeling. <coughs> you know, we talk about him and we try to, like, work through it because there was really no way to know. And there's a huge gift and blessing in the fact that the vet clinic didn't catch it. Because had we known, we might have asked them to put him down. And then when that happens, it's very complicated to dispose of the remains. And so this way, it was just gentler and easier and less, less stress on us in a lot of ways. And I bless him for that. And the little monkey, the little horse, where he crossed over, it was not his favorite spot in his stall, but it was a spot where it was the easiest to get him out. I know. You have to look for the blessings even though it sucks. It does. And so now we're looking at the baby calves and laughing and trying to, you know, work through the energies and find the positives. Crappy, but, I mean, it is our world, right? And the energy of spring here it's the time of melting pastures, and there's a lot of aroma of cow shit, and I love it. It's a sign of spring. It's so awesome. So awesome. And everybody's loving the warm, sunshiny days, and it's just, it's a good, it's a good time of year. I, I love spring. I like to use that energy to get creative except for I don't have a ton of time. Because, <laughs> you know, watching those mamas and baby calves. So awesome. So awesome. So, again, find the positives in these situations and just feel what you're feeling. Let it flow through. So spring, this time of renewal, the time of fresh starts, Use that energy to be creative, but also use that energy to be gentle on yourself because we have Mercury retrograde starting tomorrow. Now, I'm on the fence about Mercury retrograde. Sometimes I feel them, sometimes I don't because the truth is that our world is chaos anyway. And I don't believe sprinkling in a Mercury retrograde is going to change things a whole bunch. I mean, I do back up my computer more. I do pay more attention to what I'm saying, and I don't take it personally when things don't turn out the way I want them to in communication. I'm actually teaching a communication workshop on Saturday morning. <laughs> Might have been a bad idea. I didn't look to see if Mercury retrograde was happening, but whatever. Do what you got to do, right? I do have a funny story about that. So when I went to talk to the gentleman about this, um, I had just experienced something earlier that day that fit in with everything that he was talking about and what he wanted and me to teach his employees. And you got to love those synchronicities. It's hilarious. So now I have a juicy little story to share with them and about, you know, communication and how it lands and how people are and how not to take things personally. Because everybody's going through stuff, right? And it's okay if somebody doesn't like you. <laughs> it's okay. I was, I'm trying out a new Oracle deck this morning, and, you know, 
thinking of a question to ask. And so I asked, well, why doesn't this person like me? And the answer was hilarious in that it said, because you have to be the leader. And if this person likes you and hangs out with you, you will defer to them as being the leader, and that's not who they are. It's just not the energies they have. They're more of like and a follower, but not in a bad way. They're just a different type of leader, I guess we could call it. And so I laughed because I knew that that was why, but at the same time, it's awesome to have those validations. So during this springtime and Mercury retrograde, grab your oracle cards. Practice with them. Because here's the thing. We need validations. We need to know that we're doing okay. We need to know that we're on the right track. And we don't always pay attention or we second guess. We don't trust. So get some support. I love oracle cards. I don't know how many decks I have. (laughs) It's more than 10, though. (laughs) I know. Maybe it's an addiction. Maybe. Nah. As I'm actually looking at them, I'm seeing, hey, there's a couple that I'm missing from that pile right there. (laughs) Good times, good times. We need to make sure we have enough joy in our lives, right? Sometimes we forget that that's an option. Sometimes we forget and get stuck in the, why is this happening to me, and taking everything personally. But take it as lessons. Take it as challenges and things to work through because we can't avoid them. Right? Isn't it crazy right now? You can't avoid your lessons and your callings and your soul nudges. No more being able to be distracted. I mean, you can, but they still come anyway. They're trying their best to get your attention subtly, and when that doesn't work, it gets obvious, right? That's just how it's going to go. And so it'll become our new normal soon. That's why I'm not thinking this Mercury retrograde is really going to mess with us much, because it's kind of becoming our new normal. The chaos, the misunderstandings, the miscommunications. (laughs) It's just how it's going to be. You know? Craziness. And so as we sort through our energies, <clears throat> pick out like like what you would like to work on and learn and don't don't let it get too much. If it starts to get too much, put on a hat. This morning, first thing, I reached for my my hat, protecting my crown chakra, just because I didn't want to feel anything yet. We have the, the power to stop the energies. Also, my Facebook feed, shoot, I should have shared that on my page. Um, first thing I saw was a crystal, our beautiful crystal rocks for energy protection. It was tourmaline, smoky quartz, hematite, definitely my favorites. I'm like, okay, that's a validation throw some of them in my bra. <laughs> I had a client the other day, and she's like, why always the bra? And I'm like, because I don't always have pockets. Because <laughs> I'm usually in yoga pants and uh, hoodies out doing chores and rubber boots. 
And so, you know, sticking them in my bra so that they're doing their magic without me worrying about it. But, yes, if you have pockets, you can absolutely put them in your pocket. I also love the bracelets. I mean, I don't wear them doing chores, of course, but I like the the ease of having a bracelet made out of crystals. And, of course, my mom makes them for my store, so that's always amazing. Lots of extra juju happening there. So, yeah, I also feel like the energies are speeding up. So, like I said about my little horse, it took a few days, but you know what? By yesterday morning, I felt a thousand times better. Monday was rough, and I I chose it to be rough in a lot of ways. I wanted to work through it, and then I got busy with the baby. I'm worrying about that, which is what happens on my ranch. If I start to complaining that I'm gaining weight and I say it out loud, my cows get out and I have to go chase them, and I have to run and things, ugh, ugh. Because usually it's, like, instant. I need to get out there now, and if I was, like, not in such a hurry, I'd probably go saddle a horse and do that. But, you know, they're tricky. Usually it happens when it's icy or snowy, and I just, I need to get them out of where they are immediately, and so I just run. Yeah, I'm sure they're all laughing at me. I, I know they are. They're like, hey, hey, Shannon, because, you know, they all have personality. And sometimes they're just seriously bratty. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. My little highlands, oh, my gosh, they're just getting cuter by the minute. <laughs> they're not happy with me right now because we put them out with the big herd so that we can have their pen for calving. And they're like, uh... What happened to our, like, buckets of feed in the trough every day? Uh, This isn't how this is supposed to go. The good news is that I get to pet them because they're walking up, like, giving me the look, like, uh, where's the bucket of feed, Shannon? And so I'll I'll use that to my advantage because I want them tame enough in case we have to doctor them, but I don't want them super tame that they're a pain, like the 4-H animals. Bless their little hearts, but they are in the way. It's not because they want petting. They want food. <laughs> All the animals are driven by food, food and bribery. It's awesome. So awesome. My horses are all being cuddly right now, and it's not because they, you know, are feeling like they should love me more. It's because they're interested in food. They want to know if I have apple treats in my pockets. But I pretend that it's because they love me because that makes me feel better about myself. <laughs> They get all this petting, and I'm sure they're like, really? Just give us apple treat, Shannon. Maybe not. Maybe I'm not giving them enough credit. Because I know for myself, because we lost that little horse, I'm absolutely like in that energy of, oh, no. Is the calf going to make it? Oh, my gosh, she's calving. Is she going to die? And I, I just know this about myself, and this will be probably a couple weeks before I get over it work through it it'll be less of a worry because it's it's just it's that energy that I haven't quite let go of I hope that makes sense and so if you're that type too just work with it just work with it Uh, I will give myself credit though because you know stopping my husband and pulling him off the tractor to go check on Twilight 
responsible for a heifer. The calf did need to be pulled. So, you know, I totally, you know, pat myself on the back. So when he, because he was harassing me, like, really? You're just worrying about everything too much. Really, honey? Really? Are you still saying that? And then I was just worried that he wouldn't make it. Like, that's just the energy I'm in. So he's out there and the calf's up sucking. So he takes a picture and texts it to me in the house. <laughs> Look, everything's okay. <laughs> Quit worrying so much. Thanks, honey. So I can go out now. <laughs> oh, because you know what happened? <laughs> I'm walking. I was out there checking everybody. And now let me just paint a little bit of a picture for you. So all this nice melting that's happening, but then it gets cold, and so there's ice and on the bottom of puddles. Yeah, you know where I'm going with this, don't you? And, you know, there's snow. And I like to walk in the crunchy snow because I know what's underneath the crunchy snow. But I was looking in the pen past the 4-H steers, past the bulls, trying to see the baby calf, and guess what happened? I walked through a puddle and totally wiped out. I was soaked head to toe, and it wasn't pleasant because it wasn't a clear, clean puddle. Oh, no, cows had pooped there. And I don't know how I managed it, but everything was wet through my coat, through my layers of clothes, even my underwear. Like, are you kidding me? That is some kind of special skill. Like, it must have splashed up my coat. Nice, nice. So then there was a few pasture words that happened as I walked to the house. (laughs) And then, yeah, I said to my husband when he got home, I'm like, you get to go check. I wiped out. He actually did it a couple days earlier in the 4-H pen. He blames the steer. I had no one to blame. It's just me. Again, quit worrying, Shannon. Back to the present moment. Splash. Good thing my horse wasn't there because when, you know, you splash in a puddle, it scares them. Yeah, good times, good times. And I'm sure there was cows laughing, but I refused to look at them. I refused. Nope. Nope. Not doing it. My dog did look horrified. <laughs> Little brat. Probably was laughing. Yeah. I stomped to the house. <laughs> yep. Mhm. I'll be walking very carefully today, that's for sure. My pretty purple muck boots need to be clean now. Dang it. <sighs> so rude. So rude. Somebody laughed at me. Whatever. (laughs) So try to find your moments. Laugh. Mercury retrograde, back up your stuff on your computers. Reminder to my own self. Don't take things personally. I mean, because also the reality is everybody is struggling with the chaos in the world, and we don't know what to do with that energy. That's why I have this stair stepper, and I vent it out. Good thing I'd done my steps before I fell in the puddle, though. You know when, like, so if I'm, you know, looking on social media and I just, I get upset by what I'm seeing and I, you know, get that, you know, that energy buildup, I either go for a walk and stomp it out, I do my stair stepper, I find a way to vent out the energy so it doesn't collect in my chakras and in my body. Because we do, right? We take on everything and we don't always know how to filter it out. 
Find what works for you. Find what motivates you. I will even just go do 10, 15, 20 steps if I'm mad about something and I need to quickly let it go. You have to find a way to vent out your energy so that you don't collect it and it builds. Because let's face it, our world is chaos. There's always something new and strange. And be aware, too, if it's your energy or you're taking on the world energy. Again, zip your chakras and ask, is this energy mine? I get caught with that all the time. I'm like, oh, dang, because we can always find something to relate it to, right? We just can. That's who we are as humans. But zip and ask if it's yours. Because Monday, you know, I was grieving and I was kind of a mess, but then my husband tells me all the stuff that's going on in the world, and I'm like, Because the thing you'll find now is that we can, like, let go of things. If you want to change a pattern, if you want to change a belief, the energy is supportive of that. I was just reading a blog of someone I really admire, and she wrote it a few months ago, and she was saying that exact same thing, and it just made me smile because I like the validations, right? That, you know, it's quicker. So if you want to become more intuitive, do it. Basically set an intention. And then pay attention. Pay attention to the synchronicities. Pay attention to the coincidences. Pay attention. They're there. You're getting your messages. Don't second-guess them. If you um, are struggling with that still, write them down. So when you have like something like a coincidence or a synchronistic event, write it out. Writing it out connects both sides of your brain, and you'll get some great insights, and then you'll like integrate it, and then you'll be able to pay attention even easier. Into being intuitive and working on this, all of that, it takes practice because it takes practice to sort through the energies. What's good energies? What's like energies where you're just hoping for something and it's not clear and you really want something to happen, so you kind of manufacture the energy. It's not even manufacture because it's not. It's like I don't like the word test because it has a pass or fail energy, but it's not. It's you getting to know you, and sometimes you're going to be right, and sometimes you're going to be wrong. Don't worry about being wrong. We tend to get caught up in that. So what if you're wrong? You just misinterpreted. You'll know better for next time. Now you know what that energy means. Being wrong as a learning tool is huge. Besides, you don't want the responsibility of always being right. Because if you are always right, I think it would drive you crazy. So then when you're wrong and you have to learn from that, it gives you that sense of, I mean, humility or still being on the journey, right? Because the whole thing, this whole thing is a journey for our soul growth and understanding and Awareness and realizations and chaos and joy and love and blah, everything. (laughs) We're here to experience. That's what this planet is about, experiencing 
so much. Emotions, feelings, everything is about what you are experiencing. I believe in reincarnation. I believe in aliens. I believe we come from other planets. In fact, I've mentioned it several times, but I love lightconnection.org where you can get a reading and find out what planet you're from. <laughs> love it. She's fantastic. And um, I know for sure that there's other planets that you can be incarnated on and you're not feeling emotions. When I took a channeling class, we did go somewhere and I didn't like it it actually made me sad and creeped me out which it shouldn't but it did but it also gave me a huge realization that hey we're here to experience we're here to feel everything and it totally gets overwhelming and we feel like too much and we need to slow it down but the beauty is we do get to feel it Once an experience has happened to you, it's yours forever. And you get to draw upon it. You get to learn from it. And that's why we're here. Accelerated learning feels like it. (laughs) But that's okay too, right? We got this. Even if sometimes it's a little too much. And make sure you're doing that self-care. And look for your own patterns. One thing that I do struggle with is, you know, there's all this, um, oh, you need to find your tribe, you need to have your groups. And I, I don't work as well that way. And I know, I know why, and I know that I do. Because when I'm in a group, I can't help myself but nurture everybody in the group to be their best selves, to, you know, I guide, I coach, and it's not always to my advantage, not even advantage, sometimes it's to my detriment because I can't help it. I just can't help it. <laughs> I, I'm a good coach and cheerleader. I will encourage you to do your best. I will give you guidance on how to do your best. I will help you be who you want to be. So it gets me into trouble sometimes. And so I got a little life tired about it and took a big break. I'm not involved in groups right now. I'm, you know, short-term stuff I'll do. Because I'm trying to sort through that energy and how I feel about all of that. So it's something for you to look at, too. Because, you know, we all want to be part of a community, part of a tribe, yes. But you have to figure out where you fit in and how you want to fit in it. Does that make sense? And there's also, you know, being an empath, the whole group thing can be, like, too much. Too many conflicting energies and too much going on behind the scenes that you know about. And when you're a fixer... You want to fix it all. And I've learned the hard way that it's not the best plan ever. (laughs) But, hey, again, it's all about that learning. So as this Mercury retrograde starts tomorrow and then I think till April 15th, just know that your computer glitches. It's just how it is. 
you know, if your phone needs recharging all the time, take a look at if you need some recharging. Be careful or clear on your words, but also realize that they may not land where you need them to, and that's just part of the deal. Um, when I was reading up on this Mercury retrograde, there is some energy um, of like cleaning and like clearing some stuff. Because, again, with the spring, too, so if that's happening, take advantage of it. Take advantage or leverage, I guess let's call it, what you're feeling and use that to be productive. So Monday when I was, like, feeling off and cranky and crying, I did a whole bunch of ranch books because it's not my favorite. It makes me swear anyway. But because I was in the right energy, it went pretty easy. I got a lot done. Whereas if I tried on a different day, I have to force myself and then I run into glitches. And, like, really pay attention to your own energy and leverage it. Because some days you can start a task and it just drags and takes you forever and you end up walking away. But then you go back to it, like, later in the day or the next day or the day after, and it goes flawlessly. It's your energy. It's your mind and your emotions and what you're feeling, what you're thinking about. And you can train yourself to feel different energies. So if I said to myself, okay, I'm going to get these books done today. And I, you know, shake up my energy and tune into it and align with it, it will happen. We have access to all kinds of energies to align ourselves with and leverage. We just have to decide to do it and practice that. Haven't you ever watched a movie and then felt like this energy rush or this energy change and felt like you could do something? I don't know how to explain that. Um, or when you're in a group and you're being productive and you're getting stuff done and it's all very positive experience, don't you leave there and you can go home and do this, still use that energy for you being productive and getting things done? And the opposite, say you're out and there's a bunch of crappy people or you're just dealing with something that's uncomfortable and you go home and you're still having that draggy energy. Pay attention to where you feel it in your body. We're going to do the chakra cleanse today, and I'll make sure I mention like what, where we feel certain energies. Like, you know, obvious example is when your throat feels full, it's because you need to say something or you're not expressing something or... You need a good cry, you know, stuff. If you're feeling it like in your solar plexus chakra, it has to do with your power and someone might be taking advantage of you. If it's your root chakra and you're worried about money. So I'll make sure I mention all those as I we do the chakra cleanse today. So pay attention to what's going on around you. Go with the flow. Now, going with the flow is not easy for us as humans. 
we like to control, we like to manage. And I do feel that going with the flow, being flexible, seeing how it all goes is our big lessons right now. We don't get a choice, right? I mean, you do what you can, but try not to get caught up in wanting things to go a certain way or have certain outcomes because it's definitely messy right now. And it's, again, I feel like it's accelerated learning because we don't learn when it's easy. We learn to use our voice when someone makes us upset. We learn how to manage things when things are chaotic and we have certain things to get done. And then we experience it. And then aren't you finding that you experience something crappy and then it's done? You're like, okay, I feel good about that now. It's fine. Now, conspiracy theorists say lots of things, you know. It's a holographic universe, and we're coming to the end. It's all a grid. Um, we're moving into a new world. I say, cool. Really, there's nothing I can do about it. It's not, that's not in my control. So I've decided to do what I need to do, do what I can also to help the world, but not get caught up in the chaos of the world. Definitely easier said than done. Definitely. All right, let me check my time. Okay, last 20 minutes, let's do our chakra cleanse. So get yourself in a comfy position. So relax in your chair. Make sure your legs are uncrossed. You can close your eyes now or whenever you feel ready. <clears throat> now begin breathing very deeply, taking full, deep breaths. And with every breath you exhale, you will become more deeply relaxed. Nice, big, deep breaths. If you're feeling edgy, breathe in with your nose and breathe out with your mouth. After the fifth breath, Concentrate on the top of your head. You'll begin to feel heavy. And this heavy, warm, could-be-tingly relaxation moves from the top of your head, down over your forehead, and eyelids and jaw. Deeply relaxing as you concentrate on the sound of my voice. Pay no attention to any sound except for the sound of my voice. For all these sounds are simply everyday sounds of life and cannot distract or disturb you, but will tend to relax you and allow you to go even deeper into this deep, heavy relaxation. This heavy feeling of relaxation is in your shoulders, feels warm, and down your back, 
through your chest area, deeply, deeply relaxing, and breathing becomes very deep, gentle, and rhythmic. And this nice, drowsy, sleepy, daydreaming feeling of relaxation takes over, letting go, drifting down deeper and deeper, and your arms, hands, and fingers are just relaxing, feeling a numb, pleasant, tingling feeling through your fingers as this relaxation grows deeper and deeper. Feel your stomach muscles relaxing, deeply relaxing. And the heavy, warm feeling of relaxation moves into your hips, into your legs, down into your knees, down through your shins, feeling your legs Deeply relaxing, deeply relaxing. Moves into your ankles and your feet and into your toes. As you feel your body relaxing even more, letting go of all the thoughts, the feelings, the stresses. I'm going to count from five down to zero. And every count will represent you relaxing even more and letting go. Five, four, three, deeply, deeply relaxed, two, and one. Let's visualize or imagine deep, thick roots growing up the bottom of your feet, deep, deep into Mother Earth. Feel yourself grounding and connecting with the Earth. Now imagine or visualize a white ball of energy coming up from those roots. There's going to be two. One into the bottom of each foot. This nice ball of energy is moving up your leg, higher into your thighs, and then each ball of energy meets at your pelvis at your root chakra. Nice. Now let's visualize or imagine your root chakra and we're going to clean that chakra. You could imagine it as a ball. You could just imagine it as a feeling. Whatever works for you. We're going to clean it This is where money, career, home, needs, possessions, I have a right to be here. We're going to just clean this energy until it's shiny, sparkly red. Cleaning, cleaning. Cleaning, cleaning. Cleaning, cleaning.
cleaning, cleaning. that one a little bit more. Cleaning, cleaning. Great. Okay, now that that one's all clean, let's move up to our sacral chakra, located midway between your navel and the base of your spine. This could be an orange ball of light. It could be a feeling. Let's clean that until it's nice and balanced. Cleaning, cleaning. This is where boundaries live, joy, feelings, emotional needs. Cleaning, cleaning. Nice. Nice. Cleaning, cleaning. Excellent. Good job. All right. Now that that one is nice and clean, let's move up to our solar plexus chakra. Sometimes called the navel chakra located right behind the navel. This is one's yellow, if you see in colors. Let's clean that one. This is where self-esteem, power of transformation, self-directions live. I choose, I intend, I will. Cleaning, cleaning. When I was first starting out in business, I had to work on this one a lot. Cleaning, cleaning. Or not feeling good enough can live. So when we balance that, we have a lot of clarity on ourselves. Cleaning, cleaning. Nice. Cleaning, cleaning. more on that one. Let's move up to our heart chakra next. I know that that one's nice and clean. Just give it a little more. All right. Perfect. Okay. Now that that one feels great, let's move up to our heart chakra. We're going to clean this one. This is where forgiveness lives, generosity, love, Cleaning, cleaning.
cleaning, cleaning. Cleaning, cleaning. Excellent. Ooh, a little more. Nice. Cleaning, cleaning. Energy can get stuck here when we feel unlovable. Nice. Excellent. Now that that one's all clean and balanced, let's move up to our throat chakra. This one can be blue. Communication is here. Inner truth. Listening. Let's clean this one. <laughs> clean this one really well before Mercury retrograde, right? <laughs> we'll give this one a little extra. Cleaning, cleaning. Cleaning, cleaning. that just a little more to make sure Cleaning, cleaning. Excellent. Whew, that one feels good. All right. Now that that one is all balanced, let's move up to our third eye chakra in our forehead. This is where intuition lives, imagination, telepathy. Let's clean this one so we can have clarity. Cleaning, cleaning.
Nice. Cleaning, cleaning. Now that that one's clean, let's move up to our crown chakra. Located at the top of our head, can be a pale violet color. So let's work on cleaning that. Until it's nice and shiny, this is where our psychic abilities can live and our Faith, faith and hope. We need that. Cleaning, cleaning. Cleaning, cleaning. Nice. Give that a little more so we can have clarity on our messages. Or imagine that ball of light at the top of your head and have it move down. And as it moves through each chakra, it's going to infuse it with the energies of clarity and understanding. Move down through your forehead, down past your throat, down through your chest, past your heart chakra, past your solar plexus chakra, past your sacral chakra, down to your pelvis and your root chakra using it with clarity and understanding. And then that light breaks into two, and it travels down your thighs, past your knees, through your shins, down out the bottoms of your feet, grounding your energy deep, deep, deep into Mother Earth. Grounding, grounding, grounding. Bring your awareness back to you, back to your room. Open your eyes, say your name out loud. been really working on staying grounded the last few days and I had to laugh that the oracle card today was the tree and grounding (laughs) totally true we got this all right well thank you all for listening 
and I wish you a great week. I won't be on live next week because we're on spring break. And so I'll be hanging out with my family, calving, doing everything. So I will be back again at the beginning of April. So have a fabulous Easter and spring break if you get it, Easter holiday if you don't, and enjoy. Bye-bye. You have been listening to Psychic Cowgirl Radio with Shannon Lackman. Practical, insightful conversations to empower you on your personal journey. To connect with Shannon directly, visit PsychicCowgirl.com. That's P-S-Y-C-H-I-C-C-O-W-G-I-R-L.com. dot